Hey, Husky fans, it's Evie and Leah back with another episode of Pick and Roll. Today, we're talking about the Arizona, the games against the Arizona schools. Um, UW went one and one. We we had said previously that this weekend, it was pretty crucial to get two wins. Didn't happen. It got one at least against Arizona. Um, that game was pretty exciting. <laughs> Came down to the last, very last second. Um, uh, just very good play calling overall, in my opinion, during those like last couple seconds. And unfortunately, ASU kind of the opposite. They never had control of the game the whole the whole time. And anyways, 60, 62 to 60 win against Arizona, a 50, excuse me, a 73 to 65 loss against ASU against ASU. Um, Leah, what are your first impressions of both games? The Arizona game started off really well. I thought Washington seemed like they were pretty much well in control of that game. They had a lead of, I believe, as much as 12, pushing maybe 15 at some points. And that was you know late in the third quarter, and they got it down to eight to start the fourth quarter, and then Arizona took the lead. And honestly, I, that that really frustrated me because Washington sort of like the football team at sometimes couldn't take a kill shot, could not hit the gaps when they needed to put the game away. And it came back to bite them in some ways that like Arizona was able to come back and tie it up, take the lead. Washington uh, nullified that and was able to really have a beautiful, beautiful pa- uh, press break to score the game winning basket at 62, 60. That was fantastic, mm-hmm. but it never should have come down to that. That's, That's the reality. True. It never should have been close. It should never have been under 10. Um, Arizona is a very well-coached team. And if you give them a chance, they will fight. And they have not lost, I think, they've lost one game in conference by more than 10 points. And it was at Washington State two days later. So I think that the writing was on the wall of just, like, if you give them a chance, they will fight back. And they sure did. And they were a stone's throw away from beating Washington. We were, were very lucky to win that game. Then two days later on Sunday... We just, it just felt like they were kind of in a funk from the get-go, from the jump. It just felt like they were going through the motions. Arizona State was 0-6 in conference coming into Heckhead, and they had a really good sophomore player who's a transfer in. Jalen Brown had 34 points on 11 of 20 shooting. They just had no answer for her. Her athleticism, they just couldn't stop her, essentially. And... They left a lot of wide open threes. I think Arizona State shot well over 50% from three. Just looking it up right now, 61% from three, eight of 13. That That is inexcusable. This team was has a losing record, was 0-6 in conference, and Washington made them look like Olympians. And I have just real questions about what's going on in the coaching staff right now that we were really on the upshot last year when we ended going to the final four of the WNIT in the postseason. And I think the first thing that you have to do when your program on the rise is you have to win winnable games. And two times this season, the Huskies have not done that three times. If you count Washington state at home and they're going into a schedule right now where they're probably not going to win for two and a half weeks. They're going to be playing at the LA schools who are both in the top 10 followed by home against the mountain schools who are both in the top 15 and then a home date against Stanford. So they, 
I would be really surprised. I'd be happy for them if they were able to pull out even one of those wins, but I'm not counting on it. So it's disappointing to finish the road stand like that. The road stand going one and two when they very well should, could, should have gotten three and oh. So, yeah. So I'm sorry, anyone listening to this, please excuse my voice. I'm a little under the weather, but going off of that, you told me the other day that you just flat out said that you you are not confident that this team will win another game. Are you? Do you still believe that? Or if, does that? I honestly, because of the way they've underperformed against teams that I think they should beat, mm-hmm. I think they have a lot to prove. I think that if they if they beat one of those ranked teams, which I'm not counting on, then I can I can say yeah for sure they should beat Cal at home. I mean on paper they should beat Cal at home. They should have beaten Arizona State at home. They should have be probably beaten Washington State at home. Um, and then they go to Arizona State and Arizona, hope for a split in the desert. Um, and they play Oregon and Oregon State. Oregon State's now in the rankings. Maybe they'll beat Oregon. I don't know. It just really depends on what kind of team shows up. The team that played at Washington State in December does not even come close to looking the same team as they do right now. Would you say that's a fair statement? Yeah, I would. So like crisp passing, whipping things around, getting people open, back cuts. I just see a lot of stagnation on offense, a lack of athleticism, um, letting balls fall to the floor on rebounds, just these effort plays that I'm just not seeing anymore. And that's problematic because in this conference, you're not going to win if you don't do those things. And they've now not done those things for a long period of time. And that's concerning. Yeah. So this is this is not to call out any particular players or anything like that. So you don't have to list anybody if you don't want to. But I guess just overall, like, what do you what do you think any any of these players can do? Like, what in particular do they need to work on? Or it just seems like all of them have so much potential. But like, yeah. What areas do you think they can do better? Like, okay, so well here, but they need to do better here, you know, like. I think insofar as they're able to do, they need to rebound. They need to make sure that they're not giving up second chance points. That goes on everybody, but particularly the players who don't have uh, to carry a very large um, scoring load. So your support staffs, people like that. Um, But the one thing that I think that has been a real problem for the Huskies for the last three years has been turnovers. And we can look at the Arizona stat sheet. The Huskies had 15 turnovers and Arizona State had eight. 15 is not an, an exorbitantly bad number. But when you look at points off turnovers, Arizona State had 17 and Washington had zero. That is your basketball game right there. So you just you can ill afford to make turnovers in the live ball situation. And that's not even counting the amount of shot clock violations that the Huskies get every every game, it seems like. They get at least, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, about three or four every game. And that's just a momentum killer, especially if you've gotten a really good stop and then you turn around and you can't produce. So I would say cleaning up the turnovers and rebounds. Um, Washington was also out-rebounded by Arizona State, 34 to 26. Um, and our offense goes through Lele, and so making sure that when we have other people open for their shots, doing our best, like either hit them or helping her out with rebounding, because 
the teams that we're playing know that our offense runs through her. And so if we can lighten her load, that will make her more open. So those are the things that I would, I would say, but I think I'm sure the coaching staff already knows that. So. So you already mentioned earlier that this team realistically probably won't win another game in the next two weeks, Mm -mm. but, and don't hold back here, but what, what should people's or what should fans expectations be realistically like it for the next two games in particular against UC we're both toppling teams yeah I would say you know the one thing that has been disappointing to see other than like just losing the teams that we shouldn't lose to is losing by larger margins when we do lose so if if we can be competitive in these games in LA and the mountain schools I will be very pleased if we ch- we take care of the basketball and we lose by less than 10 to really good teams, like there's no shame in that. And actually, if you play those really tough games, five games in a row was what we're going to be playing of teams that are ranked in the top 15, followed by California. And I think the Arizona schools and maybe the Oregon schools, those are going to prepare us well for the, the a lower echelon teams. So being competitive, not quitting, rebounding not turning the ball over are things that I'm looking to see I'm looking for competitiveness I want to see not a lot of separation between Washington and these teams I know that they're capable of doing that but they have a tendency to spiral when they have one bad possession and that's characteristic of a young team so we need to be poised and we need to just keep going when things don't go our way yeah so if you could, what are some tips that you would give Tina Langley and the coaching staff in terms of, well, you've kind of already alluded to it, but in terms of coaching game plan going forward the rest of the season? Crash the boards and infuse the freshmen with confidence. They're very capable of hitting the shots that they're open for, and they're the ones that are going to be left open. Uh, increasingly, Hannah Stein has been made an offensive force. She's been really consistent with how well she scores, especially when she's left open. So I'm thinking specifically about Savia Sellers and Chloe Briggs. Get them involved. Have set plays for them because the more the defense has to spread out, the more open that Lele will be and L. And those are our like number one and two options for scoring. So that would be my my tip is to crush the boards and to get everybody involved. And don't make Delea the only option for offense. Yeah. So predictions for I mean kind of already said but predictions for this week obviously not expecting a win but yeah points points wise how, how what do you think I think we're UCLA is number two in the country um we were talking pre-podcast about how UCLA beat in Colorado last Friday and then they had a Monday night game against Utah at Utah and they lost in overtime so The poll came out on Monday morning. They bumped up to two. They'll probably fall Mm -hmm. in next week's poll. And they're going to be, this is their, I guess their second loss in two weeks, but uh, they lost by, I think, 13 points. Yeah, 94-81 in overtime. So they just got trounced in overtime, it looks like. And they're going to be wanting to get well against Washington. So preventing a blowout would be what I'm looking for. I still think UCLA wins by more than 10 I'd say something to something to the tune of like 82, uh, 67, mm-hmm. like 15. And then Sunday against SC, 
they had over two against the mountain schools last week on the road and they start with Washington state. So if they lose to Washington state, Washington is in trouble because they're going to have, that would be three straight losses for SC. I do think that SC will probably beat the Cougs. Mm -hmm. So we have a chance to sneak up on SC, but they have the best freshman in the country probably in Juju Watkins. So um, I would say, you know, USC is much more physical and athletic than UCLA, but they they don't have a lot of organized play. They're they're not as well coached as UCLA, so I, I I can see this going either way. It could be either be much closer or a bigger blowout, just but depending on how many rebounds that we allow for them and how much we turn the ball over. But I'm gonna hedge in the middle. I'm gonna say that USC beats the Huskies by ten. Yeah. Um. I can't disagree with what you said. I think yeah. For for me, I would say I'd be surprised if we got even within fifteen points of UCLA. In USC, mm-hmm. since they're kind of coming off of a losing streak, I say like 10. They won mm-hmm. by 11. So yeah, that's a good prediction. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong. I love to be wrong with these predictions. I really, I, I really hope that I have to eat grow on that. Um it's possible. I, I don't think likely, but it is possible. Yeah, I mean anything's possible, but it's true. <laughs> so okay. Any any um any news going on? Like what's going on in the rest of Pac-12? Yeah. Um, Stanford hits the road against the Arizona schools. I don't anticipate them losing at Arizona or or ASU. Cal against both of those schools on the road will be interesting in terms of just like lower level teams playing each other. So those could both be fun. Colorado is hitting the road to Oregon this week. I don't anticipate them having any trouble with Oregon. Oregon State's newly in the rankings. And so Utah and Colorado will have their hands full in Corvallis, I feel like. I think Oregon State might sneak out a win on that. I think they might beat Utah. I don't think they'll beat Colorado, but who knows? So that'll be fun to watch. And then, um, of course, the Washington schools go to L.A. I think I think the Cougs might win one. I don't think the Huskies will. Mm-hmm. So. All right, cool. Well, I guess – Case in point, we're hoping for the best, expecting the worst this weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I guess that pretty much does it for us. Uh, this is Evie and Leah with Pick and Roll. Thanks for listening and go dogs. Go dogs, beat LA.